Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and as always, I'm joined with my co-host, Darian Smith. And Darian, this is the kind of game recap episode that we need to have every week and that we were anticipating on having more often. But today was awesome, wasn't it, buddy? You know, 41 to 14 over a good middle. Like, this is not a bad team, man. This is a good middle Tennessee team. Right. This is the same team that put it on Miami. It wasn't a fluke win. Go back and watch the game. It wasn't a fluke win. They put it on Miami. So, you know, and then they they had some good – they had a good game against um, UTSA. Mm-hmm. You know, they were right there. Like, it, it, this is a good team, you know, and we – um, and here we are, you know. Like, we put it on them. I don't know. Where where do you want to start with this one, John? <laughs> Man, honestly, I, we we got to start with you know the rushing attack that UAB had today. Which, I mean, Debo was Debo, Skull was Skull, but I got to give it kudos to the guys up front, to our O line man, like getting three hundred and three rushing yards against a really stout Middle Tennessee front defensive line. Like heading into this game. Middle Tennessee was only giving up about 107, 108 rush yards per game, and UAB blasted them for 303 rushing yards. And that, like, that UAB just dominated up front really the whole game. And really, too, you know, on the defensive side, UAB put pressure on middle, even with, you know, rushing three for the majority of the game. But I, I think we've got to start with our offensive line, Darren. You know, especially coming off of the Rice game last week, and just, I mean, they ran the ball well against Rice, but I don't know, man. They just looked like they were a hungry group today. <laughs> they they were just pushing, or they were kind of ragdolling that defensive line man, from Middle like, Tennessee. Maybe they maybe they listened to the pod or something. Man. <laughs> they might yeah. have, man. Hey, well, hey like, I'm glad they did if they did. It was like everything that we had to complain. It's like they came and just answered everything. I, I don't know, you know, that wasn't it. It's just that. That we play smart, especially in that first half. Like it was only one penalty, one pi, and yes. we played smart, and we didn't have a holding call on that offensive line. Like, so I was impressed because you remember those first two plays of the game. Yes, we we bombed it deep, and then we threw play action right out both on first downs. Like, and our O line protection wise, that was one thing that we came in wanting to see. Is like they put pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And um, we came out throwing the ball. We were throwing all over them, mm-hmm. and they could not get any pressure. They wasn't they wasn't touching Dylan back there. See, and, and I'm gl- I'm glad you mentioned that, man, because you know when we we did our preview, like Middle was averaging about nine TFLs per game, like tackle for loss per game. Mm. And yeah, I think the the guys not only in the run in the run game, but I think pass protection. I think the guys did a great job keeping Dylan and Zeno, you know, when he came in, uh, well protected. Right. I think one thing that really slowed down Middle's defensive line was like we kept them off balance. This was by far Brian Vince's best call game. Yes, kudos to Brian Vincent. Yeah, he really stepped it up, man, with his play calling. Like I and everything was well executed, you know. Like Very. it was like especially like I'm I'm super glad you brought up that first drive, you know, bomb to Shropshire. You know, uh, and then they hurry up through another quick out to Shropshire. Like it just seems that he had a great plan, and and that that was the first drop, so that was scripted. But I thought they did a great job the whole game and keeping everything kind of well balanced between the run and the pass. 
the entire game. This was the first game. I was like, all right, let's just run it here. Boom. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, I thought we were going to run it sometimes. Like, no, we're going to be aggressive. I'm like, man, like this, this guy, who is this guy that's calling this game? I was so appreciative because I really feel like that is what really stymied. It really gave our offensive line an extra advantage because they didn't know run pass. And um, I know a lot of times in the game, they was coming down, they either had that single safety high. You know, you can tell mm-hmm. that their defensive game plan was to stop the run. And they came in, kind of sold out to it. And they felt like that we haven't proved that we could throw the ball. And they wanted to challenge us. And, man, we beat them up. Like, <laughs> I received We did. Shrop had six receptions and 192 or 93 yards in a, in yes. a half. Yes. In a half. Mm. Like that is unheard of. Like almost 200 yards and a half. Yeah, because we had great protection, and we kept them off balance. Like it was, you didn't know if it was run pass, whatever, and that and it just slowed down that offense on that defensive line, and then so in the run game, in turn, they could not get any. I was telling you during the game, it's like they haven't. Sometimes what we do, especially when we when we run that stretch play. Is they get some uh, linebacker and they, they somebody's able to knife in and get a TFL. Everybody, it was helmets on helmets. We were playing on their side of the line of scrimmage. They didn't know if it was run or pass. Hell, we didn't know if it was run or pass. Right. And like you said, it, everything was so beautifully executed for the most part today. You know, um, we called a play, we ran, we got to the spots where we were supposed to go, we broke tackles, we made catches. Shrop looked like the Shrop that we know he can be. He looked like a star today. They could not cover him. Tajon Palmer, Fred Farrier, key third down yes. pitch, Dexter Boykin. Like, a couple I, I catches. Mean, I yeah. Ryan Davis went out there today. But, um, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. And, but, but I mean, but honestly, like, you didn't notice because, I mean, these other guys were stepping up, and it's, but especially Shropshire, man. Like, what a performance, man. Six for 193 yards. Like, man. He had that at the half. Yes, in one half. Yeah. <laughs> that is nuts, man. He could have broke a record if he wanted to, but man, kudos to BV, man. I didn't. That was the best call game I feel like he's had at his tenure here because it was flawless. It was, play, you know, and um, it was such balance. We took shots deep. We took shots over the middle. Mm-hmm. We we did screens like we did everything like we. Man, we had those guys guessing, and you can tell that their defensive coordinator was like, who are we playing? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And, you know, we we looked at each other during, during the game, and it seems like when UAB went up, was it 14 to nothing? It was like that whole middle Tennessee sideline. They were ejected. They were like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> and they, yeah. they, they just wanted to go home, man. But UAB – kept the foot on the gas and that's another thing you know we, we've kind of talked about Dar- Darren like you know can we can we put a team can we just put a team away like just just put put your foot on their neck and put them away and I thought UAB did that today you know they never let middle claw back at all in this game have you yeah yeah I know you have because you got you got a little one you got a little little son you know 14 months Mm-hmm. Have you you know you know that good feeling when you successfully put your baby down, and you, you have a plan in your head like I think he's just hungry, so I'm, I'm gonna change him. I'm gonna put put some food in this bottle, get him right. full, 
I'm going to hold him a certain way. I'm going to rock him, you yes. know, and he likes to be rocked this way. And then I'm going to put his little song on and he's going to go to sleep. <laughs> that is what we did. I mean, we took, we said, hey, and I got nervous. I'm like, you know, is, is your wife coming to you? Like, you think you can put him down? Like, I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> great, great analogy. But th- that's right. what it was, though. Right. Yeah. So, it's, so we we sitting there nervous. We asking the coach, you know, if we could be like, hey, you think you can put this team away? Because you your dad leaned mm-hmm. down to me and said, let's see if we can put them away. Coming mm-hmm. out with like, let's see if we can. And man, we ended the half. I'm talking about three and out, score a touchdown. They mm-hmm. come back three and out out of halftime. I'm like, wow, we really rocked the baby to sleep, like flawlessly. It wasn't a loud noise to wake wake the baby up. It wasn't. We didn't. It was flawless. I'm like, man, as a parent, you feel so good when you do it. Like, hey, I got my baby to sleep at 7:30. I got the rest of the night. Wow. <laughs> Right. That, that's exactly how it felt, man. Kudos to the team. They put that baby to sleep. I'm telling you, Darren, the way the guys played today, that is championship quality football, the way they played today. And that is, a, you know, a very, you know, contrasting from what we saw last week in Rice. And, and I'm glad you also mentioned earlier, too, you know, only the one penalty in the first half. Now, granted, they did end up, what was it, nine, hold on, nine penalties for 94 yards. But a lot of that was during garbage time, so I'm not even going to worry about that. I thought the team played a lot smarter today and just came in with the bounce-back mentality. And they, from the moment that ball was kicked off to start the game to the moment the final whistle blew, the team just – just performed at a high level. And that is what we said going into this season, Darren. It's like, you know, we could see it. We could see it in practice. We could, you know, we 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 saw it. So it was great to see them kind of put it all together. And the most exciting thing to me is I still don't think today was 100% of what this team can do. Like, this team can still oh. do more things. So um, it, it was exciting. Now, you know, we talked a little bit about the receivers. I want to give kudos to Dylan Hopkins. Uh, 17 to 27 for 278, a touchdown. He, I thought he threw the ball. I mean, there there was maybe two passes that he probably wish he had back, but would have been almost picked off. But other than those two, I thought he was on point. Like especially there was one where he fit the ball in a very tight window to Tayshawn Palmer, I think, to get that first down on third and long. Yes, that was a very nice ball. He had a very nice. you know, a couple deep balls to Shrop. Like he, I just saw that he was on point. And also, too, hey, we got to see him run the ball a little bit more today. You know, they they weren't yeah. afraid to tell Dylan, hey, you pull it and take it. You know. Yes, man. He, I was impressed with Dylan like so much. I think he, we finally first, you know, we saw that there is trust. I think yes. it must have been a conversation. It was like, hey, I'm gonna trust you, and I'm gonna put the ball in your hands. And I, f- I feel like we allowed him time to find the rhythm. You know, in the beginning, he kind of was overshooting, you know, here and there. And he was just – but once he got everything going well, it was flawless. You know, we mm-hmm. was able to connect on that deep pass for the touchdown. He, he had missed one, missed one or two. Yeah. And, but then he got it right perfectly on the money. You know, you can't keep doing that to Dylan after a while. And it was just really cool to see the trust between the coach and the quarterback when it was cool to see the execution, as you said, we played smart, no penalties. It was good, clean football. Like, so we, we allowed Dylan to get in that rhythm. We didn't hurt ourselves. We didn't put ourselves behind the chains. 
And on third and seven, third and six, third and nine, we were able to stay on the field and show that, hey, we can convert in these situations. We can go across the middle. We can catch a drag. We can go deep. We'll go deep on you, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you're not going to be able to single coverage us. I think that was the most important thing that we put on film. You can't single coverage us, man. You, you think you can come down in here in this box, do it at your own detriment. That's not going to work. And it, it's cool because I'm like, I see if this is the team that we are going forward, if we keep the game like mentally how we played, I'm so proud of the coaches, so proud of the team. Mentally, if this is the team that comes out day in, day out, we're the best in conference. Right. And not staying behind. I'm talking about every team. I feel like that. That's how I feel. And I'm pretty sure you, UTSA and WKU got something to say. And they should. They should have something to say. Um, but I feel like I just feel like, of course, I'm going to be a bit biased, of course. But I feel like we are the best team when mentally we put it all together. And, you know, it, it, it became some trash talking stuff in the second half. But in that first half, you notice, like, we kind of just did our jobs. We didn't yes. worry about talking. We didn't worry about it. We stayed focused. And we were just wanting to win the game, man. And Let the play on the field be your trash talk, man. That's what they did. It's like, like, hey, and you remember, what was it? Because we were sitting together when uh, what was it the guy from Middle Tennessee got up and like flexed on uh, who was it? Was it on Grayson Cash after they got a first down? It meant, like, dude, you down forty-one to fourteen. Like, come on, like, man. what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I saw a couple but, of that. Like, I saw it was like four minutes and like you know I think you guys had to leave, but it's like four yeah. minutes and thirty seconds left in the fourth quarter. And um, mm-hmm. I, I, we was getting ready to leave, and we had got the ball back. We were just running down the time. And so they got, like, a, a tackle, you know, for loss, like, one-yard loss. And I was that guy was, like, celebrating hard. I'm like, what is up with this team, man? Like, <laughs> like man, there's no Ooh. way he was celebrating super hard. But uh, it was cool to see us in that position. I, and I think right now in the season, like, one thing we can know, what, what do we know about this team? What do we know about the UAB team? Like, one, our defense is legit. Yes. Let let's start there. Our defense, our defense have been, has been the same defense from game from game one. Look, and you, no, it's it, no, you're exactly right. And I was just gonna say real quick, you know, you limit this Middle Tennessee team to just 196 yards passing and to 14 points, and you know, and seeing how explosive this offense has been all year, like I can't even remember how much they put up on Miami, but I mean, it was a lot. And you know, you, I don't think. Correct me if I'm wrong, maybe one, but do you remember UAB giving up any, like, explosive plays? Like, maybe one, but I don't really remember. Like, it was kind of like, maybe not. It, it was a couple of passes where he was able to kind of roll out the pocket, and when he was on the run, he found a guy for, like, 15 yards. But there was but no, like, 50, 60-yard, you know, bombs no. or anything. No. So, the and that's what that offense lives on. Like, you know, that's the air raid, you know, style they like to play where they kind of live on, on hitting those big plays. But UAB said, all right, we're going to put three men down front. We're going to drop back, and you're going to have to earn every little yard you get. You know, hey, we'll give you a five-yard dump pass. Okay, you can have that. But you're not going to get a 60, 70-yard pass on us. And then when it was third and it was those third and 11s and stuff like that, fourth and sevens, we would send that crosser blitz. You know, yes. That the linebackers and we went down it was it's like we mm-hmm. was challenging it and we was getting sacked so i'm like mm-hmm. our defense is so legit because on the back end we can hold up so well 
But on the front end, especially when we send them, they don't have time, man. And then um, when we do the three down line, and we do a good job of you're going to have to five, seven, four, three yards us all the way down the field, all the way down the field. And that's hard to do against this team. It is. What I'm so impressed is about is like how we are so schemed up to where we can have three down linemen, but we, we find a way to stop the run. Yeah. Every single time when we in that defensive formation, like I need to go back and really look at the film, but that's, I don't know. We, we do a good job of using those three down linemen to kind of clog up the middle. And then we use our speed at linebacker. And I, it was a couple of plays. I saw Tyler Taylor, boom, sideline to sideline. Yes. You know, and there, there were two guys on defense that I definitely wanted to give shout-outs to. Uh, one, Keandre Swoops. I mean, mm-hmm. that dude was all over that field. I believe he totaled 14 tackles today. Um, and secondly, how about Jackson Bratton, man? Nine tackles, four solo. Like, he made a st- he, he made his presence known on the field, too. And, I mean, you know, we, we know the obvious. Um, you know, Noah Wilder, of course. Tyler Taylor, like you just mentioned. Uh, I, it was great to see um, – you know, Kyle Harrell back out there. It was great to see yeah. him um, out there. Still doesn't look 100%, but he'll, he'll get there. Nikita um, Eason, yes. He had a sack today, too, yeah. Yeah, he got good pressure. Um, Fish, again. Yes. Fish was uh, very, very dominant. He got some tackle for loss. He got some sacks in key moments. Grayson mm-hmm. Cash caught a punt, punt return, basically. Oh, man, <laughs> that was the – I was going to say that. That's the easiest interception of his career. It's <laughs> just like a pop fly. Yeah. Like, all right, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was he was calling the other guy off like, oh, let me check my email <laughs> real quick. And um, all right, got the ball. Let's ride, you know. Um yes. and then um, yeah, it was it was a lot of it was a lot of guys on defense and on offense, man. It's just like that offensive line, great job. Great job executing and playing good, clean football. When we play good, clean football. Nobody can beat us, man. I think we can hold up with a lot of teams in this country. Shrop performed like a star. Tayshawn yes. Palmer. And then, you know, you had the other receivers, too, that caught some over the middle. Bryce Davis caught a couple. Um, Debo had three touchdowns. Skull looked – oh, yeah, we almost forgot about Skull. Not only running the ball. Oh. He was so patient running the ball, looking like a stud. Like, look, look back at the film and watch those holes and watch how patient he was. And then when he sees it, especially when we run power or counter, he wait and he let our blockers get in position. And then, bam, he shoots out a cannon. But he yes. was laying guys down as a blocker. See, that's what I was just about to say. Like, and we talked about that during the game, Darren. Like, when you, when, if you guys are listening, go back and watch the film. Man, when he was pass blocking, he straight up knocked a couple of middle Tennessee guys out, laying his shoulder. Man, we got to put Skull at left tackle, put him at Skull <laughs> at pulling guard or something, man. He was laying them out. I'm like, this, this is not a big guy. This is no. Left but and he right. Was laying, he was laying some big boys out, too, man. I said, yes. <laughs> yes. And he was doing it not only, it wasn't like it was just like a one time thing. Like, we was no. just watching Skull pass protect. Like, this is so impressive. Like, this right. dude is really going out there and putting wood on these dudes play after Ooh, play. Man. It was really cool to see, you know. It was. And hey, Skull, yeah, 10, 10 rushes for 114 yards with a touchdown. I was a 30 yard touchdown. And hey, how about Debo doing Debo things? You know, 12 carries for 120 yards, three touchdowns, three touchdowns today. So that gives him, is it nine total now? Hold on, let me see. Because I think he had six. 
Um, Dude, it's sick, bro. Oh, it's six? Okay. No, no, no. I don't say... I'll say he's sick. <laughs> oh, he is? Hey, well, no, he is sick, dude. Hey, I wish he, he wasn't sick, sick for the Alabama a game. He would have had a couple more touchdowns. But, hey, Debo, yeah, I mean... When you say Debo doing Debo things, it's just Debo doing Debo things. I mean, that dude is going to play in the NFL. Like, if he keeps this up, man, he he's going to be playing on Sundays. And, oh, one, uh, one read where Dylan, um, he read it and he kept it around in. Dylan was out running their cornerback. Number yes. I was like, look at Dylan. Like, man. Look, look at the he, wheels. Look he at got him. A, he got a burst on him, man. Yeah, he, he, he got some speed. Yeah, but I expected to outrun the corner. I'm like, bro, like, he is really sticking <laughs> off. Like, so yes. shout out to Dylan Hopkins. You played a really, really good game. And, and shout out to BV, man. Like, we challenge these coaches and we challenge these players on this podcast. I have no idea if they listen to it or not. But we, we challenge them anyway. And um, I feel like we kind of connect our, the fans' voices yes. to the coaches. But, man, this was a whole great call game. I love to see the trust that um, Brian Vincent had in Dylan, and I love to see the execution in the, in the middle part of the game, how we played. We played clean. Penalties and garbage time, I don't really care about. Let's not – well, no, no, no. Let me – let me. Let, you don't You don't want to get – you don't want to have bad habits. So, yeah, let's clean that up. Never mind. Except what I just said. No, let's not do that. Let's, let's keep playing clean football. Let's make that UAB culture and UAB tradition. And let's right. go win and- – Hey, let's go win them all. But, and, like, yeah, those penalties late, like, they really didn't have any outcome on this game because the game was already well decided. Um, but, but I, hey, I know, um, you know, BV's telling them or he'll tell them, you know, looking at the film tomorrow or Monday for practice, like, they'll, they'll clean it up. And I'm just so – because, honestly, like, we gave our prediction in the preview. But in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I hope that, Rice doesn't beat us twice because, you know, that's always the saying, Darren. I don't know if you've ever, you know, being a player, like if they tell you, no, don't let a team beat you twice. You, you know, mm-hmm. you had a you, you lose a hard fought game, but you, you, with Rice, you really shouldn't have lost that game. But because of dumb mental errors and a couple of turnovers, you lost that game. And this team and coaching staff could have easily just dug their head in the sand and been like, all right, well, you know, whatever. But no, they decided to bounce back. Came into practice Monday, got it going Tuesday, all the way up leading to. And, of course, you got the Children's Harbor jerseys. You're representing the kids and them on your back. You know, they just came in motivated, had a great week of practice leading up to this game. And this right here is UAB football, and this is what we wanted to see and what we anticipated seeing headed into the, this 2022 season. So, hey, if they can do this going forward, we might be in that championship game. Only one loss. Hey, it's just one loss. So hey, other teams. You know, this Conference USA is a weird league. You know, everybody. I, I'd be shocked if there were two undefeated teams in the Conference USA championship at the end of the year. I think personally, I think everybody's going to end up with a loss in conference play. Uh, even UTSA. Like I'm sure they'll slip up at some point. Hopefully in protective yeah, stadium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, I this. This has me really excited about this season. And we, we you know, we, we played championship quality football today. And if we can do that for the remainder of the season, then, hey, I'm on board, man. <laughs> yeah, because we're going to run into teams that has just the same amount of talent as middle or a lot more. 
you know. Mm -hmm. The thing is, like, I'm worried about us. Now I'm seeing is what we do because I see game in, game out what our defense can do. But now I'm really seeing this is the offense. This is what we talk about when we play clean, when we're not predictable, and we play clean football and we play smart. We don't put ourselves behind the chains. We, it's not a tackle for loss. It may be a second and nine or something, but it's not it's not second and twenty because of freaking hold, you know. So right. we 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 play the game right in between our heads, and we execute well. We don't make dumb reads and stuff. We just do what we're supposed to do. And sometimes when it's hat on the hat, and maybe they have a free guy, give Debo and give score the opportunity to break them down. Let Shrop let let Shrop Cook go out, out there. Let Tayshon Palmer go up there and get the ball. Like. We have all the ingredients. Now we see it on offense. Now it's about consistency and putting it together going forward And because we know our defense is going to do it. I always just put them down for the game like, all right, our defense is going to do this. What, what makes our defense break some is if our offense put them in a bad position. But not only did we not put them in a bad position, we did our thing on offense, you know. So kudos. Now we see it put together can we consistently put that team on the field can the coaches consistent consistently get out of their comfort zone and make it and form a new comfort zone of hey we're this balanced team and um if we do this man i got high hopes and high expectations going forward me too well again uab gets the win 41 to 14 over middle tennessee and improves to three and two overall and one and one in conference usa play But, guys, Darian and I will be back probably Tuesday morning to get you guys ready for the Charlotte game. Charlotte comes to town next Saturday to take on our UAB Blazers. But, as always, guys, go Blazers. Go Blazers.